Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, once again, it's that time of the week known as Reaching Out with Cameron. And I just want to say thank you so much for allowing him a break to go have Reaching Out with Family Edition, I guess. I don't know. But Saturday, I went out and enjoyed some time with him, and we just talked about non-podcast stuff. And then he spent Sunday with his family, so I don't know why I'm talking for him anymore. So let me turn it over to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Camo. Hello, this is Camo, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Reaching Out. Uh, yeah, I did take a break on Sunday for Father's Day. Well, not really. You you did the family edition. Family edition. Unfortunately, my brother wasn't able to be there. He had to stay home with his little girl. She, she wasn't feeling very well, and so my nephews came out. So my boys got to play with their cousins and got to hang out with my grandpa, my dad, and four cousins and my grandma. So. And eat some butt. We had some pork butt. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> and ribs and brisket and beans. So it was good. I mean, you've, you've talked about multiple times of your dad smoking the pork butt and taking multiple hours. I mean, I know I say it in jokingly manner because, one, it's late. Two, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm 37 and still does. I still don't get over saying butt and laughing. But I mean, it as a barbecue connoisseur as I try to be, mm -hmm. that does sound amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was very good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we had, uh, uh, but yeah, it uh, it was a good time. We uh, spent all day up there, and we uh, I don't know. It was a good Father's Day. I I had a good time, but uh. So all your family came out and enjoyed the nice smoked meat variety platter. Yes. Uh, well, my I would say my whole family is my grandpa, my grandma, my nephews, two cousins, and like two other three other kids. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just enough to sit on the patio doing dueling banjos. Nah, it was good. It was a good time, man. The kids were out in the field playing bocce ball, and uh, all the adults just stayed on the porch and talked. It was a good time. It was very relaxing, even though it was hot. <laughs> it kind of makes me regret not go growing up with a family. I mean, it's just one of those things like, well, I shouldn't say. I mean, my grandparents when I was younger, my grandpa passed away when I was five. But mm -hmm. we would before then, I remember going outside. I would play in the yard and then have my grandparents watching us on the porch. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's definitely a good time. I'm going to have to take my boys out there more often. My dad just let me know that my grandpa is up in his upper 70s. So, uh, But he, he he still gets around pretty well. Uh, he's still working and he's active and everything. So, Okay, just because you brought, the, brought it up, where does somebody in their 70s work? I don't entirely know. <laughs> I had, I seriously, I've forgotten where he works. A little bit here, wake up from nap a couple hours later, a little bit there. <laughs> I don't know. He travels a lot. Okay. Yeah. He does a lot of driving. So, and, um, I was, I as much of a great time as I had, uh, I did miss my brother though. I haven't seen him since last year. So, uh, it, it'd be cool to catch up with him again here pretty soon. Yeah, definitely nice to catch up with lost ones. Yeah. Or not lost ones. <laughs> loved People ones. People you loved ones, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of loved ones, 
and how you love to do this show. Yes. What is on the itinerary path? Tonight's episode is about the joys and the beauty of having different opinions. Because in my opinion, (laughs) I think the world would be a very boring place if we all had the same likes and dislikes and everybody just agreed on everything. Yeah, and then we wouldn't have a reason to do a podcast. I mean, me and you are very different people. I mean, we, mm. I mean, just like me having fun with the <laughs> smoke in the butt. You know? <laughs> How many other people find that that funny? Yeah. I could probably do an hour podcast just on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, okay. In past episodes, I have made sure to say pork shoulder instead of butt. Uh, <laughs> Because it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. And it tastes delicious. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It is very good. <laughs> but no, man. I had posted something on Facebook the other day. It was this band called Chaosium. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. Anyway, they have a song called Smile Again. And when you hear it, it sounds like early corn. And corn bean, for those that don't know. Corn is a new metal band that started in the early 90s. Okay. New metal, I believe, is a subgenre of metal that that incorporates different genres as well. Yeah, because I would still like grunge had hit 93, new metal was probably what 97, 98. I think Corn and Slipknot have been around since like 93, 94. Well, I know I know Slipknot's first video was about 97. Okay. Because that's when my buddy was in... I can't remember which festival it was in Tulsa. It was either Ed's Birthday Bash or Ed's Fest. Okay. But like during Slipknot's first video, they did tours, and they um, took footage from all the filming. And you, all of a sudden, you see this big Indian dude being thrown up into the air in the mosh pit wearing a bright orange shirt from my hometown. Okay. So like everybody knew him. So, I mean, it, we were definitely in high school when that came out. Okay. They were probably a band before that then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, new Metal being like, like, like we just said, Corn, Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, Mudvayne, System of a Down, stuff like that. Now, Corn does it, and Slipknot did a little bit, and uh, Limp Biscuit did. They, you got the metal part. They incorporated little bits of rap in there as well. Yeah. And then you got these kind of, I don't know, you got some groove in there as well every now and then. But most of my life, I've gravitated toward new metal more than anything else. But not everybody's going to like it. Now off our rabbit trail. Yes. (laughs) Going back to the post. Um I had posted it, and I'm like, this sounds like a certain band that you guys might know. Give it a listen. Let me know what you think. We'll start a conversation. And it did start a conversation. And not it's not in everybody's wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. It's not everybody's cup of tea. So uh, someone said, uh, <laughs> uh, Chaosium's okay. Uh, they're kind of like corn-like. And yeah. another friend was like, yeah, they sound like corn. I've never been a huge corn fan to begin with, so this isn't really in my wheelhouse. So, but he had posted uh, a band called I want to say it's Lorna Shores, something like that. 
but they're more of, uh, please forgive me if I get this wrong. I want to say like death core, death metal, something like that. But I, being, I even said in my post, I like music recommendations and I like to expand my playlist. So I gave it a listen. He gave my song a listen. I give his a listen. So, <laughs> uh, he didn't like it. And I equally, I'm not into the bands that he likes as well. <laughs> you poo pooed on his stuff. <laughs> uh, it's just, I never really got into like death metal and black metal and death core, grind core, whatever. Uh, with Only the, Gregorian chants from the 1600s. <laughs> okay. The, 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 but I mean, that proves your point that like, yeah. Everybody has what they like for a reason. Like, right. I mean, you can blame it on the ringtone patterns in your ear or get scientific with it. But when it honestly just comes down to it, you either thinks it suck or it's good. Right. Now, I dug the music. I like the I like the fast beat. I love the guitars and everything. It's just I can't get past the vocals. Yeah. The high shrieks and screams and i can't understand a freaking thing these people are saying same thing that our parents said about our music in general right exactly i mean just because it's not what i like and my music isn't what he likes doesn't mean they're bad we have different tastes that's all and look at us we're still friends yeah so not everybody's going to have the same playlist I just realized on Saturday, whenever you came out to reaching out, there was a song that came on the uh, on the speaker. I'd forgotten I'd put on my phone. It was Selena Gomez. <laughs> One of my friends had uh, recommended this song to me whenever I was having having a bit of a low day last week. And uh, I think it's called Who Says or something. It's it's a decent song. I listen to it, and I, I like the message behind it. It's just not what I usually listen to. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I was talking to my uh, my boss the other day. I'm like, hey, uh, what, what, what kind of music do you like? He goes, well, I like a bunch of the old like classic rock and stuff like that. He goes, let me guess. You like uh, like all that screaming crap, don't you? I'm like, yeah, primarily that's what I listen to. But I also listen to classical. I listen to uh, a bit of blues every now and then. And then I'll listen to the uh, Russian Orthodox Church chants. And, uh, German, no. Russian, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I got this whole image of, like, listening to metal all the time, but it, my my playlist is expansive. See, looking at you, I wouldn't even think of screaming. Like, I, I would think more Swedish metal, dark, or death black metal. Mm. You know, even, even Christian light metal, because people don't like saying it's dark, so they call Christian death metal. Christian life metal or whatever. Yeah. But in that genre of harder stuff, I wouldn't see you as a Screamo fan. 
Of course, our generation grew up with all these, so it's not just screaming to us. Yeah. It has a message that we understand. Right. Which is funny is because you said you couldn't get into their music because it was too much screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but I listen to stuff like Metallica, Megadeth. I can understand what they're saying. Corn, Slipknot, early Slipknot. You sang pretty fast. I couldn't understand what he was saying until I read the lyrics. So, <laughs> no, man, I, I can understand all this new metal stuff. And I get to keep the uh, the aggression in there too, and it's just I don't know. I never got into all the shrieking and stuff like that. <laughs> Please forgive me if it's if it's called something else besides shrieking. So that's the only thing I can come up with right now. But nah, it's just, it's music and it's movies and stuff like that. Some movies I'll say like are fantastic and uh, my favorite movies of all time. But then you'll turn around and say, nah, I wasn't into that. Uh, or those movies are lame or whatever. That's I say that straight to your face. <laughs> yeah. Like all that bad juju. All that bad juju. All the scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh oh man it's uh movies and music and i mean how would politics go if everybody had the same opinion if everybody agreed on everything what would it, what would that be like utopia it would be an ideal situation i mean well yeah as far as government mm -hmm. as far as music it would become <laughs> mundane but I see where you're going with it. I mean, I just think politics, we, we're in the rough we are because people feed into the differences rather than trying to see the other side. I got you. But yeah, I mean, politics can be so decisive. I mean, we're, we're in a world of hurt because we have a lot of people, and I constantly got told this, you don't vote for the right person, you vote for the the best choice so hmm. why do we have a generation that's te teaching the next to just vote for the best and not the right person but of course then bernie sanders we had a socialist but because he was a democratic socialist a lot of people were like oh that's completely different than socialism well no it's not he's flat out told you he's that way yeah uh to, to be honest i don't know a whole lot about politics I just know there's a lot of mudslinging and uh, millions of dollars are going toward uh, smear ads every election year. Yeah, well, which is now almost every two years. Yeah, but going back to music, though, I mean, like if we all had the same opinions on music and everything without that diversity, without the opposing viewpoints, no one would strive to do something different or try to do something better it'd just be more of the same which is almost the way it's gotten now because now getting onto spotify i would say honestly within the past couple of years my world has opened up mm. by just listening to spotify yeah because the radio has become so like a top 40 station can only play top hit yeah. A classic rock can only play classic. And to get on that rotation to be heard by potentially millions, mm -hmm. they pay out the butt to be on those ads or be on those stations. 
So you only get so many people and usually the mainstream people. Yeah. Like you don't on a Christian station in Tulsa, Oklahoma region, mm-hmm. there's hardly anything that is harder. I mean, you have like some skillet, some switchfoot. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like the stuff that I really like, mm-hmm. you don't hear it around here. No. And you're getting more skilled on like KMOD and stuff like that too. Yeah, and pretty but. soon it's going to be classic rock. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, oh, wait, man, I was about to say something. Now, every time I listen to like KMOD or whatever, I always hear the same songs. There's like a bunch of Foo Fighters and then they'll go back to ACDC and maybe some Metallica every now and then or, uh, I don't know, man, but that, that's why I don't listen to the regular radio anymore, except for in the morning, I'll listen to the Big Man Morning Show. Yeah. That's it. And then the rest of the day is just listening to Spotify. I listen to my podcast or I listen to whatever I have on my playlist. So, And I almost wonder how long that's going to take to be taken over. Like, you know, they're going to find some way to, because I, I listened almost exclusively to Christian music when I was doing Pandora. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I would turn on a Christian-specific radio, and within 20 songs, it was playing top hits on the radio. It did not stick to my genre. Like, it would maybe play six songs, and then a hit. Yeah. Five songs, a hit. Four songs. I'm, I mean, I know my songs aren't going to be on the mainstream radio. Right. But then again, I don't really care, because it's what I like. Mm-hmm. Of course, I used to think I was a hipster, and I was just one of those people. Oh, man, they're mainstream now. I don't <laughs> like them anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. There was this one time on KMOD. I was driving the shuttle. And I heard this band on KMOD I had never heard before. I'm like, holy crap, this is good. And then it, uh, it kind of sounded like a little bit of hip-hop a little bit. And then it starts going into like this heavy metal and screaming and stuff like that and just like what the heck is this turns out it was following in reverse popular monster and uh i've started listening to them more lately too and that's that's a really good song it just had to be <laughs> bleeped out a lot yeah <laughs> but i mean I, I like stuff like that i mean that was that was something it's just that kind of screaming and stuff like that i hadn't heard on KMOD in a long time yeah so it was, it was a little refreshing. There for a while, I could tune in Roger State University. Mm-hmm. And they had a, I don't know if I call it metal or it just happened to be a lot more. It was, it was very traditional college radio. It wasn't the same thing over and over. Yeah. And there, I got to jamming out to their like 10 new songs of the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of times I was hearing it on the radio for about three, four months before it hit mainstream. Hmm. I mean, it just goes to show if you give people variety, they're going to find what they like and make it popular. Yeah. I mean, look at the whole TikTok genre. Hmm. I mean, once you get focused on one song, it just blows up and all of a sudden you're signed to a record deal. Right. Well, not me because I can't sing for a lick. But I want to say his name is Nathan Evans. He did uh, a TikTok video of him singing the Wellerman. Okay, I haven't heard that one yet. The uh, the sea shanty. Oh yeah. He's just banging on the table and he's just singing along with it. 
I, I saw his other videos. They're like thousand views here, ten thousand here, five thousand here, and all of a sudden, over a million hits on this one song. And he was able to quit his. From what I've heard, he's gotten to quit his job and he was signed to some hmm. label or something. I don't know. That's a powerful song. That's a I, good song. I actually have it in my playlist. I really like Irish punk and Dropkick Murphys. I mean, they're not, I don't think they're true Irish. I know they're from around Boston area. Yeah. But they have a couple of songs like that. And because of that, my Spotify has turned me on some other sea shanties like that. And it's definitely, if you hit the right beat, mm-hmm. it's a powerful, powerful genre. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Dropkick Murphys. Uh, the or, best band name ever, Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly. <laughs> Love that band, too. Those are two bands I would really like to see live. They definitely toured in mid-2000s together a lot. Oh, that'd be cool. I know Dropkick Murphys comes up here, or they did come up here quite a bit, and they usually play the Kings Ballroom. Yeah, they they went to Kansas City a lot. Oh, did they? Yes. And that's where I regret being in college and not going to a lot more shows. Uh, because, I mean, Kansas City is like third, fourth for like punk. And I just, I don't know, I was playing football and I didn't really enhance or embrace the culture of it. Yeah. Like I got more into it, but I didn't like, I don't know, it's definitely my favorite personal choice of genre. Mm-hmm. I never really got into punk as much as uh, new metal and thrash and stuff like that uh so i never really got into the ramones or danzig or the misfits or the sex pistols or anything like that well that's definitely older older than my time i mean i was into like blink 182 good charlotte um there was something like something something and the the p-funk band i may be confusing that with others but i mean there were some names out there that like you just laugh when you hear it. Yeah. I mean, just saying me first in the gimme gimme is this whole big ordeal that you have to spit out. But they're <laughs> one of my favorite, like, cover bands. Yeah. And they got booed off the stage in the South for trying to cover Sweet Home Alabama. Oh. Southerners did not like that at all. It's like a Southern anthem that you just don't mess with, I suppose. <laughs> oh, definitely not. But, uh, yeah, let's see. What do we got? We got music. Movies, politics, food, and it goes all the way down to food, especially in my house. Joanna will not eat Chinese food at all. Why not Chinese? She doesn't like Chinese food. She's tried it, doesn't care for it. That's fine. I just got to pick. I <laughs> I got to open up a calendar and try to find a day where me and the boys can go out to the Chinese buffet or whatever. Which one do you go to? Uh, there's one on. 71st and Aspen. It's okay. in the same parking lot as um, Little Caesars. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just forgot what it's called. China King or something. Yeah. Or that might be the old name. I don't know. But I've taken my boys there, and they love it. And uh, I told them I tried sushi the other day. Well, no, I say sushi. You. It wasn't It wasn't fish. Okay. It was crab meat. And I didn't even go to the place. One of my coworkers had me try it. And it was like crab meat rice guacamole and cream cheese and it was lightly fried okay very good uh i had a couple of pieces and uh, i really liked it i would have been better if it was still warm but it was like an hour or so after lunch 
driving around Tulsa, there is definitely some out of the way places. Like on 41st and Garnett, there is, well, the, it's a converted food truck. It's some type of delivery truck parked next to a school bus, parked next to a building. All three of them are branded the same thing. But, like, it's the coolest smelling Mexican food you can think of. Yeah. Like, when I think of authentic, this is one of the places. There's another one that I've, like, Mr. Taco in North Tulsa. That absolutely smelled amazing. Yeah. But, honestly, I don't get down with a lot of Mexican just because I eat meat and cheese only. Like, I'd rather go to... Qdoba and get a rice, steak, um, queso, and shredded cheese. That's all I get. I love Qdoba. I usually get their their steak, brown rice, black beans, queso Diablo, cojita cheese, and tortilla strips. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> See, and just bringing it back to different opinions, mm-hmm. I, I do not like Chipotle. I mean, there's people that's got it, like, tattooed on the inside of their lip. That one viral video where the kid's like, Chipotle. Huh. And I just, and, and that's what's so beautiful about this is because, like a memorial, they're right semi-close to each other. You have your choice. Yeah. You, you're you not stuck with the same thing over and over. Right. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I can't really judge Chipotle because I never had it. So I I don't have an opinion there. You at least got to try it once. I'll try it. I'm not opposed to trying things at least once so I can have an opinion on it. I'm not going to knock something until I try it. There's two more burrito places that I, Baja Fresh, I've never tried, but I've heard was good. And then the absolutely best one, in my opinion, was um, Freebirds. Freebirds. I've heard of that place. It is shut down in Tulsa now. Oh. Yeah, it was right by the pizza place over in Tulsa Hills. And I went by because the first time I went by there in like two years. Yeah. And I was going to get free birds. Guess what? Shut down. Isn't there one in Broken Arrow? No. On Hillside Drive? No. Oh, that was a bummer. I never tried it. <laughs> no, they have that chicken salad chick one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard of that one. And what's funny is when I deliver stuff, what do you think the number one place is that I deliver out of? I mean, all of Tulsa. Chick-fil-A. I do get that. Personally, I've only delivered it probably five times. Okay. There's one more place that I deliver more, and your mm. wife would hate it. Oh, uh, Panda Express. Yes. Ah. That is my number one place to deliver from. I've probably had, in the two months, I've week and a half for sure, but like two months I've been semi-delivering. De- yeah. That is by far the most place I go and park and pick up food and then take it to them. Really? Yeah. Like, even the Grubhub app says, find a Panda Express because they deliver a lot from them. Oh, I think I've had Panda Express once, and uh, I remember liking it. I think I got their orange chicken or something. We're on a dangerous topic for a lot of people. If they're listening to this during lunch, it's going to drive them nuts. (laughs) Like, I used to not be able to touch Chinese food. Like, your wife. I mean, I... And then all of a sudden, an ex-girlfriend's dad, like, had me try his orange chicken. I was like... Heck yeah. <laughs> and now I've, well, I still, I stay kind of sweet and sour, bourbon, peanut butter, orange chicken, sesame, and that's pretty much it. And also rat on a stick. You know, where they have the little meat kebabs? Yeah. I always call that rat on a stick. <laughs> yeah, I usually get the sweet and sour chicken and fried rice and 
That's my usual go-to because that's what I got when I was a kid too. Okay. Uh, there was a a place or not far from our house in Tulsa when I was growing up. It was called Leon's Express, and my parents would always get me the sweet and sour chicken with fried rice. That's my usual go-to. But now I'll get either the honey chicken or the orange chicken. That's another one. Honey chicken. Oh yeah. But the thing about the honey chicken over at that buffet that we go to, mm-hmm. it's red. So the boys automatically think it's hot and spicy. Oh, I, So I they won't touch that. it. I'm More like, for dad then. Yeah. I'm like, well, guys, it, it looks like it might be hot, but it's not. It's actually really good. And they're still opposed to trying it because it looks hot. <laughs> there is one place I want to go just because of the name. Like, it looks like it could be a really crappy rundown restaurant. Mm-hmm. But just because of the name, I want to go try it. Jackie Chan Express drive through Chinese food. Where is that? I know it's on Olive. I think it may be 11th or further down. Oh. Yeah. It was okay. on my way to work every day. Yes. That is over on. Uh, it's on Olive. 31st. Okay. 31st yeah. and 129th. Because that's over by where I used to live. Jackie Chan's used to be Leon's Express. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. Small world. Yeah. I used to live off of 16th and 129th. So that's 21st. Yeah, I knew it was down by 11th. Same so. same street as uh, uh, the old Eastland Mall and all that. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, 21st and 129th in that area. Yeah. Jackie Chan's used to be Leon's Express when I was hmm. little. That's cool, man. <laughs> we We definitely had a lot of same opinions for this show. We did. It kind of went went against what I was trying to go for. Opposing. The beauty of opposing uh, opinions. But th- that's just what I said, man. It, it it would be boring if we all had the same, same ideas, same likes, same dislikes and stuff like that. But the cool thing about it is we, we do have opposing views and we can have like-minded views and ideas as well. That we can form some sort of uh, mutual bond with as well. Well, even flipping the script, hmm. we both grew up. You grew up city. I grew up country. I played sports. You didn't. Yeah, we did listen to the same music, but hmm. I I think that has more about our growing up than anything. Yeah. But we come to the same place on a lot of stuff because we became friends and then we share a life. Yeah. You know. It just goes to show, even though you grew up different or you may look different, mm-hmm. you can still have the same like likes and stuff. Right. You don't have to be even looking like somebody else to. I mean, this goes without saying black and white. I mean, we we're still children in the 80s. Yeah. So therefore, we still grew up in weirder time. I mean, definitely more racist. I mean, even as white people or white kids growing up. You would see it on TV more like the off-color jokes. Yeah. You know, the, it was still shady to say certain things. Mm-hmm. You maybe, like I was always told don't go to North Tulsa as a white kid. Yeah. Now it's like I I go there deliver food. Yeah. There's some of the more nicer people. They have, granted, stereotype they're poor, but they give abundantly. Yeah. It's like when you don't have a lot, you give more. Right. So, I mean, they're much more appreciative. They watch after their own, mm-hmm. you know, a lot different than what. Because me personally, I I see growing up in 
Broken Arrow as an extreme advantage mm-hmm. or not growing up, just being there's a certain amount of protection being in a richer, snobbier city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bixby. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Bixby is definitely newer money. Yeah. And they're they've snubbed their nose at me a couple of times. Have they? Well, not really. Well. <laughs> but I mean that it's it has that vibe. Like Sand Springs, it almost seemed like they hated everybody and then they were always like, Let's go to Tulsa. Yeah. Broken Arrow living here. I don't even go cross seventy first. It's like let's just stay in Broken Arrow. There's plenty of stuff to do. Yeah. Whereas living in Sand Springs is like Tulsa's the only thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It uh that, that's just the thing too, man. The, the Broken Arrow. I've been here since whew, we've lived here in Broken Arrow since two thousand two. Okay. And it's changed a lot. Well, uh it's like 19 years, it's going to change eventually. <laughs> but it's amazing to see how far it's grown out, though. You know, like the whole Tulsa Hills area. Not Tulsa Hills, sorry. Um, uh, Hillside. Hillside Drive, yep. That whole area. And then, I mean, even out south, where the Warren Theater is. Warren and that Walmart out there and everything, it's grown up a lot. And there's going to be a lot more added to it. I heard that there's going to be like a... Uh, there's going to be a research built out that way, and they're probably going to come out with a, like a, either a new hospital or a new clinic. They're going to be caring for Alzheimer's and dementia patients. Okay. Yeah. So it's probably going to divide the town even more. I mean, you, like growing up more. Yeah, but I mean, have you noticed beyond this side how many times you cross Highway 51? Not very often. Yeah, it's kind of. Like, it's a natural dividing line. Yeah. Like, we may still be one city. Yeah. But, like, if you're on the south side of Highway or Highway 51, you stayed that side. If you're north of it, you stayed that side. Hmm. It's kind of naturally. But then again, I've heard, always heard the rumor that they refused to divide the high school because they would lose their national championship band. Yeah. Yeah, you did say that one time. I was wondering... Because my wife was like, why don't they just have, like, two high schools? And I never knew why they didn't because my, my, one of my friends lives or he used to live down at, like, 131st and Elm. Yeah. And the high school is down at, like, 61st and Lynn Lane, between Lynn Lane and County Line. That's a heck of a drive, man. Yeah. We would have to take two buses just to get out to the high school. Dang. Yeah, I say we, he had to because he had to take a bus from his place to South Intermediate and then from South Intermediate to the high school. Yeah, and there's, I mean, coming from a small town, we had one elementary, one middle school, one high school, Mm -hmm. all within a block radius. Oh, wow. Yeah. Golly. (laughs) I mean, in Broken Arrow, there's one high school. How many, they have a ninth grade center, mm-hmm. a alternative school. How many middle schools do you think? Oh, a like lot. six? Six And then probably about like nine to 12 elementaries. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's a lot. I mean, you're, you're comparing that to like Tulsa that has like 10 high schools, ungodly amount of middle school elementaries and alternative schools and. And that's not even including Union, which is in between Broken Arrow and Tulsa. Yeah. 
I mean, the high school was already crowded as is when we went there, and that was just juniors and seniors. Now they have sophomores, juniors, and seniors. 10th through 12th now. I couldn't imagine how crowded it is there now. I mean, they've done some remodeling and stuff, and I'm not sure if they've uh, widened the hallways or not. I haven't been there since. I doubt they'd be able to widen the hallways. They'd probably add on before they'd be able to do that. Mm. Now, I've only seen the front of the school, which looks completely new. Uh, But I, I... like I said, I haven't been there since my senior year, so I haven't really looked around. I had a chance to, like, for our uh, reunion, they would give, like, a, a tour of the high school after it's been remodeled and everything, and I, I think so. <laughs> that reminds me, this is my 20th reunion. Oh, wow. In August. Yeah? Yeah. No, it was my 20th, because I graduated in 01, so 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about my 20th reunion. <laughs> I haven't kept up with anybody. Yeah. It was weird. Then, Sorry. Uh, it was weird uh, at the 10-year reunion. It was just like high school again. <laughs> I stayed by myself most of the time. I'd just be standing by the wall by myself or sitting at a table by myself. Just nobody walked over, so I just got on my phone. And a couple of friends showed up. And then uh, they invited me to their table, and more of our friends showed up. And uh, it ended up being, I guess, not too bad. You should have just rioted and took over the whole thing. (laughs) I made sure to wear one of my shirts, though. Oh, nice. My Slimer shirt that I had designed. And a couple of people walked up and noticed it. They're like, hey, man, I've seen that on Facebook. It's awesome. And that's about it. (laughs) Do you think yours would have changed now by the 20th? Like, now that you're getting more and on the verge Mm. of actually becoming a full-time artist? and Maybe. I mean, I'm friends with more people now, and my name's getting out there just a little bit more. And hopefully by the 20th year anniversary or reunion, I'll be, I don't know, invited to a table at least a little bit sooner. Nah, I think your your opinion is going to be you don't have to be invited. You are the party. I like that. Well, I mean, it's just like Gary Vee that I shared with you before the show. You have fifty to 60,000 thoughts a day. Mm-hmm. 95% of, percent of them is repetitive. Yeah. So if you get in a dark place, that's why it's physically hard to stop thinking about it. But if you realize that, I mean, if you spend your entire day listening to motivational music, you're going to start thinking differently. Yeah. If you start taking anxiety pills like I have and I can verify, you're going to start thinking differently. Yeah. Like I have to force myself to think negative. Mm -hmm. I have to force myself to bring up bad thoughts. Yeah. Naturally, they just kind of roll off. Hmm. Will it stay the same? I don't know. It's been about probably eight months. Yeah. Because I I started taking the beta blockers after my diabetes was actually diagnosed. Okay. So it's not been fully a year, I think. Hmm. I think end of July will be a full year on those. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping I'm not going to be on these forever. For one, they're expensive. Hmm. Two, I don't know. I've always heard that like pills are habit forming they make you depressed even more 
And I'm sure that's true for some people. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah. But for me, it has fully helped. And it is totally, it's been the small changes over a year mm-hmm. of listening to motivational music, stepping away from bad relationships, finally listening to my body saying, you need to be do something different mm-hmm. that actually got it motivated. Yeah. And a lot of people, like you brought it up, I can't remember what show or when you brought it up, but a lot of people were saying, well, you should just quit your job. Yeah. But they're not in your place. Right. They don't know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And if they don't watch it, they're going to start getting into your head, telling you something that you don't need to do. Yeah. I mean, and that, that brings up full circle back to differentiating opinions. Yeah. A lot of people would quit. They're not going to get the same reward out of it and out of life that you are. Right. They quit on people. You don't. Mm-hmm. You see the best in people. They flip them off. Yeah. You know, I got flipped off today by an old guy. <laughs> I mean, if he stops his car and I keep on going because I saw he stopped. I'm going to keep on going and not expect to get flipped off. Yeah. He didn't see it that way. Mm. He stopped, then started yelling at me. I heard him mouth F you a couple of times Mm. and started honking his horn and flipped me off. Oh. Yeah. So I honked back and waved. (laughs) He's not going to bring my day down, though. Yeah. His opinion of my crappy driving, which I was in the wrong probably, isn't going to get me down. Yeah. And that's another thing that we can actually help each other with is you affect people's mood. If you're constantly a ray of sunshine at a job Mm -hmm. and you go to every bay and be like, hey, how you doing? Even to the jerk face, that's going to be my official name for him. (laughs) I don't do names usually. Yeah. Then so be it. Mm -hmm. You could eventually be his only ray of sunshine. Be his glimmer of hope, and he eventually opens up to you because of what you did. Yeah. When everybody else is negative, he sees you as a light. Yeah. That's really deep. Yeah. And harsh. Like, could you imagine being somebody's only ray of hope? A lot of pressure. (laughs) I jokingly used to say, hey, you're my hero. And one day, this guy freaked out on me. I mean, I know he, I knew he took or took pills. Yeah. Like they would openly buy it at the job I have. We were overnight. There was no manager there, but he was like, don't you ever say that. I'm not anybody's hero. I was like, okay. It was joking. Golly, man. <laughs> yeah. He also pulled a box knife on somebody. Oh man. Yeah. It would have went in like a quarter of an inch and not hurt anything. Mm-hmm. It would have been more blood than anything. Yeah. But it's still the fact that he pulled a knife on or a box knife on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the beauty of different opinions. Yeah. I mean, some people have common sense not to pull a knife. Some mm-hmm. people don't. This was a good episode, man. Yeah, I just got this idea for this episode when it was just a conversation between friends about music, and then we just apply it to other things: politics, food. Uh, movies, stuff like that. Yeah, we could definitely go on forever about this. Mm-hmm. And 
Unfortunately, though, it does seem like if you voice your opinion, people come after you. You're a heretic. Yeah. You're a monster. Yep. You're a liberal. Yep. (laughs) It's cool that we can all have our own opinions, but then you voice those opinions and then people want to beat the crap out of you because of them. I don't get it. I'm just glad we actually live in a country where we can have opinions. So, and we can voice them. So, that's another thing. I'm going to go back to the last week's episode. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> so. You need to be thankful. You should wake up every morning and say 10 things you're thankful for. Man, that's a good idea. I need to do that. Maybe a more positive start to my day. I like that. I want to have to... We'll have to make a note of that. <laughs> yeah, man. I think this was a good episode. So do you have any thoughts you would like to leave on? The beauty about having opposing views and different opinions and everything is that it doesn't make things stale and boring. And the cool thing about it is we can have opposing views on music. I could like one song, you could hate it, and I can hate your song. And you love it. Or I can love a certain food and you hate it. But all in the end, (laughs) we're still friends. You know? So we can have our opposing views and still get along. As long as we get along. Yeah. I like those words. So as always, you can find all the links. I promise you I'm even trying to get his TikTok. On the website, I updated all the podcasts to be relevant. And just go to reachingoutwithcameron.com. All the links for his artwork that he has recently done so you can see his gorgeous works of art. And just how he has fun with art. But as far as this week, this has been Reaching Out. We've been talking about different opinions and how we can benefit from them. So as far as me, I'm R.A. Crate. And Camo. And we'll see you next week.